Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What's going on, everybody? We are back, and thank goodness we waited until after the weekend to record this episode. It is episode number 295 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. KB coming at you from Underground Studios, and joining me like he did last week is the one and only Harry the K. Harrison coming via Indiana. What's going on, brother? What's poppin'? Having an interesting day over here. We've got one hell of a pod to record between the Eagles, the Sixers, and personal news for Underground Sports Philadelphia, which we'll kick the show off with uh, in just a little bit. But before we get started, got to give a shout out to our incredible local sponsors who keep this show chugging along the way it does. And that would be Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Automall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, our friends over at Tomahawk Shades, the best eyewear on the planet. Tomahawk Shades, why are you going to go out and spend a bajillion dollars, two paychecks worth of money on these big name brand sunglasses when you can get the same quality for a fraction of the price? That's exactly what Tomahawk Shades delivers to you. They have the best worry-free warranty on the planet. Harrison, say you know you end up losing, breaking, anything in betweening your Blue Light oh, Plus glasses that you and I wear almost every day for the most part, or your sunglasses, Tomahawk Shades will replace all of their sunglasses and blue light plus glasses up to two times under their worry-free warranty replacement policy. You simply pay a processing fee and shipping. That is a fraction of the retail price and the pricing replacement for each of those classes is listed on their website. You can't beat that. That's, that's say you, you know, say summertime is coming around. Obviously you're not going out in the ocean right now, but when life was normal and you normal hooligans are out at the beach, say, you know, a wave comes through, you, you lose your glass, you're going to get them covered. Just pay processing fee and shipping. You're going to get a brand new pair. It's it's that simple. Head over to TomahawkShades.com right now. Check out their all-new Outlaw and Garrison class sunglasses that are now live. Fill up your cart like your Harrison. Put in like 27 pairs of sunglasses, blue light plus glasses. He's eyeing up a new pair of sunglasses. He told me before we started recording. Looking for a brand new pair of sunglasses, just a nice pair. He's going to get them. And, of course, right now, Tomahawk Shades also rocking out with their small batch collective. They're doing limited runs of particular items. Right now, they have a graphite and mauve primitive hoodie that looks absolutely beautiful. $70 right now. They are, once they're gone, they're gone. They are running 30 of them. They are the small batch collective items. 
pretty sure our discount code works on that too. And that's right. Our discount code, promo code USP, gets you 25% off your entire order. That includes the small batch collective. That includes the brand new Outlaw and Garrison class sunglasses and everything else on Tomahawk Shades website. You're going to get 25% off your entire order. And right now, for a limited time only, free domestic shipping on all orders. Can't beat it. The best in the business. TomahawkShades.com. Promo code USP. Get yourself some quality products for an affordable price. And support for Underground Sports Philadelphia is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. And that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. Guys, when we tell you it's premium, we mean premium because, one, the battery is going to last you up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. And one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming, and it is certainly brighter than the Philadelphia Eagles' future right now. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you guys are listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia like you always are, we want you to experience the Manscaped experience firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours unlike what the Eagles are doing to their front office. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code USP at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. That's right. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code USP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code USP. And Harrison, we've got a new sponsor in the fold to kick off 2021. We announced it today on the social channels at Underground PHI. Make sure you're following us to stay up to date with everything we've got going on. And that is our new friends right in our backyard from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Our new friends, Stateside Vodka. Stateside Vodka is the fastest growing craft spirit in Pennsylvania. They're headquartered in Old Kensington, Philadelphia, but they're currently closed due to covid uh, with their full bar restaurant and they offer distillery tours weekly, but obviously with the pandemic going on, those are not actively happening, but guys, listen to this stateside vodka is distilled seven times your, your normal vodka that you drink anywhere else distilled six times. Get, get it out of here. Put that on the bottom shelf stateside top shelf right here. Seven times distilled certified gluten free for all of our gluten free listeners. And it's blended with electrolytes, the first vodka on the market with a mineral composition that is in the same spectrum of electrolytes found in that sports drink that starts with a G. And it's the first actively hydrating vodka on the market. You're drinking vodka and you're staying hydrated. Harrison said this sold him. He might be a vodka guy from now on because of this. 
if any vodka is going to make me make the switch, it's going to be stateside vodka. I can make that a guarantee. They have a current distribution footprint in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, and Washington, D.C. They've won awards for best package in the world. Not just in Pennsylvania, not just in the tri-state area, not the United States, the world. And they're sold in 500-plus liquor stores in Pennsylvania. And here's how you're going to go purchase. You go to statesidevodka.com to purchase your vodka or apparel for pickup or delivery. Promo code USP. You get 10% off your sale. Delivery, you're able to purchase one liter vodka bottle. So it's only on the one liter vodka bottles. That's all they're legally allowed to do uh, when it comes to discounting liquor. So one liter vodka bottle, 48 to 72 hour delivery, pickup you're able to purchase the one liter vodka bottles along with a host of different apparel that they have. Their apparel is gas guys. Let me tell you, it is absolute fire. You're able to pick it up at the distillery one hour after placing the order between the hours of nine to 5 PM Monday through Saturday stateside vodka, the best in the business, please drink responsibly. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to be drinking heavily responsibly. <laughs> After uh, today, because, well, Harrison, uh, it's kind of a breaking news pod in a sense. We're recording this just a little bit before 6 o'clock p.m. on Monday. Jeffrey Lurie just spoke to the media, and the news has been delivered that the boat meeting did not go well down in Florida for Doug Peterson. He has been relieved of his coaching duties. Doug Peterson, no longer the head coach of of our Philadelphia Eagles. Gotta say, I'm not surprised, but I still think he's not the man who should have gone first because, man, it wasn't 100% his fault. I'd put this more on Howie than him. It is just a crazy turn of events because even the biggest media pundits like Rapsheet, Schefter, everybody saying before that Washington football team game where the Eagles quote-unquote tanked and pissed off the the likes of all New York Giants fans in the world. The fact that that is Doug Peterson's like send off as well is pretty awesome. Not gonna lie, you know he he made sure it's Giants hilarious. fans like are, were pissed off to the nines and Golden Tate got spurned from the playoffs. So cheers to it Doug sums for up that this year one. perfectly. But it's it, yeah. like they they practically came out and said that Doug was gonna be safe no matter what happened in that game, and then the game happens. The world goes on fire in more ways than one. And then today this meeting happens and boom, Doug Peterson no longer the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. It makes, like, Doug let Derek Gunn know that, you know, he's at peace with the decision and good for Doug. Like, I, I we wish Doug nothing but the best. Before we continue on this, without Doug Peterson – and without the 2017 Eagles winning Super Bowl 52, who knows the path that Underground Sports Philadelphia gets on? Because if you guys have been rocking with us since day one, we started literally the Wednesday after the Super Bowl win. I texted the OG squad, me, Matt, Dylan, and Dom. I said, yo, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, we're just going to start on Wednesday. If not, we'll wait a couple weeks and, and we'll see how it goes. You know, I, I am a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. And the Eagles winning that Super Bowl, when they did, 
kick-started this whole operation we have going on. Who knows? You know, if they don't, Harrison might not be on this podcast right now. We might not experience yeah. the things we've experienced. And Doug Peterson is part. Like, I, I would love when life is normal to just go out. I don't even drink, but I would buy Doug Peterson a beer, sit down, let's go get some ice cream. I am forever in debt to Doug Peterson because without him, this company that we run is not operating the way that it is. So big thank you to Doug Peterson for everything he did as head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles from start to finish. I will forever love Doug Peterson. When I saw the news and just like the, the ice cream video compilation from a couple years ago and you know, just all the pictures and, and from the parade and the videos, like I got emotional. Like I'm like, like Doug was like, I loved Andy Reed. And he was the coach I grew up with. Chip Kelly comes in, kind of like alters the way I think about this organization. And then Doug came in and kind of like relieved that pain and was like that guy. Like he was the dude that you could relate to because nobody gave him a chance. It was very Charlie Manuel-esque where Doug Peterson was like, for lack of a better term, the lovable loser. Nobody wanted Doug Peterson. They thought he was dopey. They didn't think he had what it took. And... I, I firmly believe, like as much as you, as much as we put stock in Frank Reich was very responsible for the Super Bowl. Doug Peterson at that time, at that peak of 2017, was equally as responsible. You don't beat the the Belichick Brady Patriots with Nick Foles just out of nowhere. It doesn't happen. So here's to Doug Peterson. Cheers, and uh, there's always a microphone open for Doug Peterson on this podcast. Yeah, like. I'm, I will be eternally grateful for that 2017 Eagles team and especially Doug's impact on them. He trusted his players 100%. Uh, he fell in love with the city. I mean, he's been in love with the city. He's been here for played here. most of his playing career. He played here. He coached here with Andy Reid. And then he came back and he won us a damn Super Bowl. Like, there's no topping that. Uh, every coach in Eagles' future will have to be held to the 2017 Doug Peterson standard. And for good reason. He was just a monster in uh, playing calling in that year. Mm-hmm. And he, his, it may have gone off the deep end after Frank Reich left, but that man will never have to buy a cheesesteak in Philadelphia until the day he dies. And I hope nothing but the best for him. Yeah, he I deserves mean- everything. Every every Eagles fan, no matter if you want a Doug fired or not, you have to to look back and and say to yourself like, we don't have a Super Bowl to our name. We don't have that Lombardi in the trophy case without Doug Peterson. Like, it just doesn't happen. I don't care what you think, it just doesn't happen without Doug. Let's get and also to... no go ahead. Doug was like the man. Yeah, Doug. Doug is and was the man too. That video of him catching a beer on the parade bus. He just exudes cool. Yeah. Cool, calm, and collected. That's all you want from a head coach. Like, I would want nothing more. Like, we, we a couple weeks ago, Matt and I gave our, our dream guests for this year. And we, we listed off everything. You know, we joked around James Harden, uh, Mark Zumoff, Miles Teller, uh, Michael Rubin. Doug Peterson, I would love to just sit across from Doug Peterson for an hour and just... Talk football, talk life, talk his experiences in the league from a player, 
aspect, from a coach aspect, and everything in between. Like he's he's a fascinating guy, and I'm I'm really gonna miss Doug Peterson. Like don't get it twisted. Like as as painful as you know the decline from the Super Bowl year was, I'm gonna miss Doug Peterson as the coach of this team. Absolutely. Um, I don't know what's next. The the press conference that Jeffrey Lurie had this afternoon that was. 35 minutes late to get started. Not a great look there, Jeff. I mean, the Wi-Fi on the boat must have been pretty laggy or something, but uh, it did not sell me on anything other than the fact that I feel like Jeffrey Lurie already knows who the next coach of the Eagles is going to be. Yeah. Because he danced around so many questions and was just like, flat out not direct with anything that one way or another, whether they know or they just have in mind that like the guy that they want is going to say yes. There's, there's something weird that just isn't showing itself yet, but I feel like the next head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles is almost, if not already set in stone. The way he alluded to uh, Deuce Staley being in the running during the press conference makes me think that he's already decided he wants to promote Deuce. I I personally don't think Deuce Staley is going to be the next coach. I I if Deuce wants to be here, he'll be here. Um, but I don't know how many more years Deuce Staley can take being a guy that gets interviewed. Being somebody that player, you know, we were watching the press conference and Malcolm Jenkins is like live tweeting that Deuce Staley would be the guy that he would give a chance to, um, if if he was in in those shoes and like if he had the opportunity in a a different life he would love to play for Deuce Staley and like Malcolm wasn't even on the offensive side of the ball so that says a lot about Deuce Staley as a coach. Um, I personally want somebody from outside the organization that has no like past or present connection with Howie Roseman because we all know Howie Roseman is like the snake in all of this like he is the the poison that is like manifesting in this organization it is eating away at what makes the eagles the eagles it feels like like, I have no confidence in our future if Howie Roseman is involved. There's no excuse for Howie Roseman to be involved in yet another coaching search as the GM of the Philadelphia Eagles. It, it, it is the I tweeted this the other day. The Philadelphia Eagles are truly exuding and like showing themselves as the definition of insanity because they continue to do the same things over and over and over again and expect different results. And sure, they got the $2 scratch off in 2017 and won 100K by winning the Super Bowl, but you can't expect to continue to go back to the well with Howie Roseman being at the forefront of coaching surges and, and think things are going to be you know fine and dandy. That is the whole dream team and final year of Andy Reid era. Howie Roseman, you know. GM. Chip Kelly and Howie Roseman did not get along look back at that situation everybody wanted to blame chip and sure chip kelly is like a nobody in terms of the nfl now because he he flamed out in one year in san francisco ucla stinks in college like sure he's not a good coach but the turmoil and the butting of heads with howie roseman caused a lot of the issues for the eagles during the chip kelly era and then you come in now 
the the rumors swirling around how Doug Peterson just didn't want to be told what to do anymore. Big jab at Howie Roseman right there. Like nobody sees eye to eye with Howie Roseman except for Doug Peterson. It's like it's like Jeffrey Laurie is like Mr. Burns, like petting a cat, and the cat is fucking Howie Roseman. Like I Howie Roseman makes my blood boil like no other. And you guys know how passionate I am about the Phillies. Like I I am putting the Eagles below the Phillies right now in terms of just like competence because at least I can somewhat see a direction for the Phillies and you know what they're trying to do in a way. The Eagles right now, they're just a, a big old cluster and I have no clue what to expect in the next couple of days from this team. The fact that Jeffrey Lurie I I was live tweeting the press conference and I'm just going to pull up some of his quotes here that I was able to get. They are kind of paraphrased for some of them. Um, But I mean, Jeffrey Lurie leads off says Doug Peterson, his family to me. So the decision was hard for him to, you know, you know, let him go and everything. Uh, But then he says, did Doug deserve to be let go? No, he did not deserve to be let go, but this decision wasn't about, you know, somebody, if they were deserving to lose their job, it was about the future of the Philadelphia Eagles for the next three to five years. Then fire Howie Roseman. If, if, if that's the, if nobody deserves to be let go and you need to fire someone for the future, fire Howie Roseman. There's the, this quote from the, uh, the dark Knight has been running around my head for the past hour. And, you know, Eagles fans, you know, we keep making jokes. Oh, I'm going to turn into the Joker. If the Eagles do this, but this quote from the Joker, it's the, uh, I'm like a dog chasing its tail. I don't know what I would do if I ever caught one or the dog chasing a car. I don't know what, what I would do if I caught one. The Eagles caught that car in 2017 yep. when they won the Super Bowl. Like, what, and we didn't, haven't done anything since. It's been pure chaos in the franchise. And it's going to be pure chaos from here on out. Yep. Until Howie Roseman's gone, like, this team's not going to succeed. They're not going to win anything of meaning. Sure, they could win a couple divisions, which Jeffrey Lurie, like, was hounding upon during the press conference that, like, winning division titles is important and fans want this team to win division titles before he mentioned Super Bowl or championship titles. I'll get to that. I couldn't give a damn about a division title if we don't win the Super Bowl. The... The whole three to five years thing, like, red flag went off in my head when he said that because if this is just a short-term decision, does that not scream to you that, like, the Eagles are not worried about winning a Super Bowl for the next three to five years? That's exactly what it's telling me. I mean, we used to be an organization that wanted to win now. All those years with Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb, as maligned as they were, they wanted to win every year. They weren't just planning for the future. And then, you know, the dream teams happened where we were meant to win those years, and they just never did. And then we just started planning for the future instead of the right here and now after the Super Bowl win. It's painful to watch. And this continues to come up, too, where Jeffrey Laurie said, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Doug is on another NFL team later this week. Don't know if he knows that, like, he's got something lined up or if it's imminent. Um, But just now, as well as we're recording this episode, Merrill Reese just tweeted and said, So sorry to see Doug leave. He's an excellent coach and a really good person. No coach was ever more liked and respected by his players and his staff. I believe he'll have a new head coaching job by the end of the week. 
second time that's come up. A lot of speculation. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yep, because when I tweeted that quote about it wouldn't surprise me if Doug is on another NFL team later this week from Jeffrey Lurie, friend of the program, my guy John Barchard, quote tweeted, all caps, J-E-T dot 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 dot. Everybody swirling around the connection that Doug Peterson and Joe Douglas have with each other, the rumor about how the Eagles might try to trade Doug Peterson to the Jets uh, was swirling around this weekend. Like, it would not shock me if Doug Peterson goes to the Jets. It also would not shock me if Doug Peterson goes to another one of these openings. You know, I would I would love to see Doug Peterson and prove if he has this offensive guru mind like, would you not want to see Doug Peterson in charge of this freaking L.A. Chargers? Doug Peterson and Justin Herbert would be such a fun combination, in my opinion. I think that will work out really well for that uh, L.A. team. They want to step out of the shadow of their L.A. big brother and the Rams, who are, you know, coming off that big Seahawks victory. So, Watch them make a big money move for a Super Bowl winning quarter uh, head coach. And another friend of the show, Johnny Venerable from uh, Revenge of the Birds, SB Nation's Cardinals uh, blog and podcast, uh, was on Eagles Enemies when the Eagles played the Cardinals this year. Uh, He tweeted, this just goes to show you how other people around the NFL view Doug Peterson. He said, if I were assured Doug Peterson right now, I would fire Cliff Kingsbury immediately. Wow. Man, that is a take right there. And honestly, I would agree with it. And somebody said, said, what's your main reasoning behind this? Johnny said, one of them's won a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. That ring provides a level of competency that most other coaches in the NFL don't have. If you don't have a ring, you don't have anything to really base your – career off of other than wins losses and points per points put up and if you got a bad record like if you have a bad record without a ring nobody's going to want to hire you but if you got a bad record with a ring that boosts your chances a lot and Uh, doug peters yeah no yeah i I, it, it gives you for the Credibility, that's the word I was thinking of. Yeah, it's clout. Like, <laughs> for all of you hip young kids out there, like, Doug Peterson having a ring on his finger is his NFL clout. Yeah, I mean, Won a Super Bowl three years Tom, ago. Three years ago. You could have the Tomahawk clout goggles on with the clout Facts. Super Bowl ring on, you know? Like, three years ago, this team won a Super Bowl. And look at where they are now. Is This is like one of the harshest and quickest falls from grace i can remember it's literally king to we went straight up and straight down in the span of a year mm-hmm. and it's just like i don't know man it is you know it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking like tim mcmanus asked if carson wentz was going to be on the roster in 2021 Lori said that he doesn't think that it's the owner's decision to make. Says that Wentz is a great guy and wants to win Lombardi trophies for Philadelphia, and that he believes he can, you know, refine, you know, his his talent and everything, and just completely dodge the question. 
Uh, I, I I think that Carson's going to wind up in Indianapolis and win them a Super Bowl within the next five years. And, you know, Jeffrey Lurie said, we have about five people in our front office that could be general managers in this league. I saw a bunch of tweets that said, yeah, sure, if Howie Roseman can be a GM in this league, anybody can. Uh he also said that this decision to, you know, fire Doug is not about a particular player or particular group. Says if you want to be dom- a dominant team, you need a top offensive unit, which I mean, that might be the most competent thing he said in this press conference. Um, the only thing that was not dodging the question completely, it's, it seems like. Also said we're in a real transition period and compared the situation they're in now to where the Eagles were in 2016, which I kind of disagree with um, in a sense that, like, it's you're not moving on from, like, a toxic coach like you were with Chip Kelly. Um, didn't Like, when I first heard him say I didn't really agree that they're in the same boat as 2016, but you can see the comparisons for sure. Um and John Barchard also said, you know, to to recap everything, like you fired a coach that didn't see eye to eye with the GM on the personnel level. Uh, a name, Mike Kafka, was like the first name that the national media started swirling around. Former Eagles backup quarterback, current uh, offensive coordinator, I believe, for the Chiefs, if not an offensive assistant quarterback coach, uh, comes out early. That is surprising and underwhelming. Quote, leader of coaches is the new emotional intelligence. Deuce will be interviewed. Welcome back to 2016. You know, this is not like 2016 at all because at least the plan for the future was there. It was right after, it was like right before or after Carson's rookie year, wasn't it? Um, uh, 2016 was the year they drafted Carson. Yeah. So, so like, we had our year. franchise quarterback for sure at that point. I mean, is Carson had a Wentz, decent team around him. Is Carson Wentz or Sam Bradford now, and Jalen Hurts is the guy that you're trying to push into the Carson Wentz role? Honestly, it makes perfect sense. But I had way more confidence in 2016 about our future oh, for sure. than I do right now. I do not feel confident about any part of this franchise, and that makes me so damn sad. It's because they're old, they're expensive, and now they don't have a head coach, and there's no pure direction for where they're heading. And I just don't know what it's going to take for Jeffrey Lurie's eyes to open up and realize that Howie Roseman is the root of all of this nonsense. Because I'll tell you guys right now that are listening, get ready for rough years of Eagles football. Like we are about to enter arguably the roughest stretch of Eagles football we've endured in our lifetimes. If you're in our age bracket, because we've been spoiled as Eagles fans, Jeffrey Laurie even said it himself. He said, you know, in the time I've been the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, a quarter of those years, we were in an NFC championship game. Like we've been fortunate to witness the Eagles go to like those three straight, go to the Super Bowl. 2008, 2017, like, we've been, as much as we don't like to admit it, we've been fortunate with the Eagles football we've gotten in our lifetimes, if you were, you know, uh, a 90s baby and forward. Yeah, think about all the uh, the old heads with the 75, or the 70s yeah. Eagles and the 60s Eagles, that was, 
we we were literally pulling people off the streets at that point to right. play for the Eagles. Like we we are heading towards a if they don't nail this coaching hire and they don't nail this number six pick, we are heading towards some dark times for this Philadelphia Eagles franchise. Hey, maybe we might get a second version of Invincible, though. You know, pull another person <laughs> off the street, give them a contract. That would be the only bright spot in all of this that I can think of right now. One thing is for certain, Dan Quinn is not going to be the next head coach or defensive coordinator of the Eagles. Seems like he's going to the Cowboys. I was nervous about that because he's got connections to Mike Tannenbaum, who has connections to Allie Roseman. You know, there's a lot of connections there, uh, to say the least, but... uh, if if you had your druthers right now of guys that are getting interviews and potential head coaching candidates right now as we sit here Monday, January 11th, post-Doug Peterson firing day, same exact day, who who is the next coach of the Philadelphia Eagles on Harrison's list? I mean, the pipe dream is Urban Meyer, to be honest, but he's going to Jacksonville, so it's probably not going to happen. I would, I mean... See, I don't want Urban Meyer because I I immediately know he and Howie Roseman would not get along. That's but that's hoping that Howie Roseman's also fired at that point. That's Which we like know thing. he's not. Like yeah. Howie's going to be here. So, it's already been put out there that Howie is going to be part of this coaching search. So that also sucks. I, I have I have two choices at this point. One in the organization because I know that the Eagles love to go in organization. And one out of it, I want to see Lincoln Riley, if we are, in fact, going with Jalen Hurts for the future. I know you said earlier that he wouldn't leave Oklahoma because why the hell would you leave Oklahoma? But it would make sense. And I think Lincoln Riley is that kind of coach that would really step the Eagles game up a lot. Oh, it totally He'd makes sense. His players. Yeah, it makes sense, but he's not going to He's, he's not going gonna... to come. And I've said this before, I don't know if I've said it on the pod, but I've, I've talked about it with numerous people in the NFL landscape. The NFL, if you are a head, a head coach, unless your name's Bill Belichick or you coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers, because they've only had like three coaches in the history of time. Um, they don't fire people. If you are a head coach in the NFL, you are getting hired to be fired. Yep. Like, there are very few exceptions, you know, like, Andy Reid is a guy that showed sustainability, showing it again. Like, I think, you know, with him, it was more just like it was time to move on rather than him being fired from the Eagles. Exactly. Um, But look around the NFL. There are coaches being fired every single year. There are coaches that get fired after one year. Um, The NFL, you are getting hired to be fired. Lincoln Riley is a guy who is in arguably a top five spot in college football at Oklahoma. He's had success. They the the school loves him. Look at the the players from that school that have come out and have had success. Baker Mayfield winning a playoff game. Kyler Murray has been dynamic in the first two years of his career. Jalen Hurts now, like he's had success at developing. You want to talk about quarterback factory? Um, it's Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma's absolutely the QB factory. The Lincoln Riley's making over seven million dollars a year. At a a top flight school in college football, there's no reason for him to give that up to potentially be fired and go like Nick Saban with the Dolphins and realize that he screwed up. 
So that's why yeah. I don't think Lincoln Riley's coming. It could happen. Who knows? I don't I see mean, it it'd happening. Be incredible. I'll say it right but. here because I think they wanted to hire him uh, as the offensive coordinator last offseason. And because Doug Peterson wanted to call plays, that's why he didn't come here and he went to Carolina. Joe Brady is going to get hired by the season. He's going to get called. Joe Brady. Yeah. Joe Brady. I can see that happening. Like, of the teams that need head coaches, it's what? The Falcons, the Chargers, the Texans, the Jets, Jaguars, now the Eagles, and I'm forgetting one more. I mean, I'm assuming that the Bears are going to be uh, in part of this train too very soon. I can't see Nagy sticking around for much longer. Yeah. And, I mean, the Vikings, who knows what Zimmer, like. But, I mean, you, you go up and down the list there. Sure, Joe Brady with Justin Herbert would be an absolute blast. Uh, Joe Brady going down to Atlanta would be very interesting, leaving Carolina after a year and being in the division. Um, going with Deshaun Watson if he stays in Houston. Joe Brady with this Eagles team, though, uh, I'll say it from this aspect. Take the quarterback equation out. Because, sure, Joe Brady seems to be very innovative when it comes to offense. He's young. Look what he did with Joe Burrow at LSU. He even made Teddy yeah. Bridgewater look great this year, you know, for what it was worth and for how banged up the Panthers were. In the three games that the Panthers had Christian McCaffrey available, look at what he did in the Joe Brady offense. Could you yeah. imagine? He was running rampant. Imagine what Joe Brady could do with Miles Sanders. Please, from that, that aspect is all alone. I, from that aspect that is all alone, I want. Joe Brady intrigues me because – he certainly loves to get the running back involved. We know Miles Sanders is that versatile. I've said it before on this podcast, before we even drafted Miles Sanders, that he reminds me of a young Le'Veon Bell. He does. Get him involved in the passing talent. game. If Joe Brady comes here, Miles Sanders automatically in the discussion for like top five running back in the league. Agreed. I mean, he should have been this year, but he was severely underutilized. Totally handcuffed um, by just the offensive decision and playmaking and play calling and all of that. Yeah. But uh, I, I would say if the Eagles are, in fact, going to stay in the franchise, which they're probably going to do because you know how this franchise works. See, I don't think they are. Really? I don't think they are. I just have no faith in them to do anything else at this point. You know? I, I, I just... I don't – I mean, the only way they stay in is if somehow, someway, Eric Bieniemy comes here, which I would also be very happy about. Yeah, that would be a great hire. Um, but I, I, I like Deuce Staley. I, I think he finally deserves a shot, at least. Give him a year, see how it works out. Because he's another one of those dudes who would utilize Miles Sanders properly, and that is how this Eagles team will win. If Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts can – be that one-two combo, you know, hit him in the air, hit him on the ground type of combo. That's the future of this team. I just don't know if, like, I, I'm certain Deuce will get interviewed. It makes a ton of sense. I mean, they've done it in the past, and I'm sure they'll do it again. I just don't know if he's going to be the guy. I, I think they want to go with somebody who is – innovative again because Jeffrey like throughout this press conference that Jeffrey Lurie had on Monday he continued to say 
elite offense. I prefer, you know, to have a high-powered offense. Offense, offense, offense. And, you know, I, I know Deuce Staley knows the running back position. I know he was the, the, lack of a better term, interim head coach when Doug Peterson was diagnosed with COVID this offseason or preseason and everything. So, like, he knows how to run an offense. Don't get it twisted. I, I know he can do that. And, yeah, players have, have called for him to be, you know, a guy to get a chance. I just don't know if he's going to get that chance. I, I think the Eagles are going to. And Jeffrey Lurie also said to end the press conference that they are in no rush to hire the next head coach. Yeah. He said it could be they, they could hire a guy next week or it could be, you know, the middle of February. Imagine if we uh, snaked the Colts and have been secretly holding meetings with Frank Reich just to bring him back. <laughs> That, that, that is the ultimate Eagles pipe dream right there. Bring back the man who had Carson at his uh, peak and see what he can do with Jalen, but that is absolutely not happening. We, just, no, no we can't go one day in Eagles world without pure chaos. I just want one day of peace. Just, just one day. And we can't get it anywhere because <laughs> between <laughs> the Eagles, the Phillies doing some dumb shit this weekend, and – the Sixers they hate situation, the they hate the process, which we're going to get into in just a little bit. Like, <laughs> I just need some sort of normalcy with this this sports scene. Uh, thankfully, the Flyers start on Wednesday, so yes, potentially sir. we'll have that as normal, but who knows, because it's the Flyers. Hey, no Pat's back, and he's scoring. That That's, that's bringing true. back some sense of normalcy. I'm, I'm, I'm big on the Flyers this year. Final bit on this Eagles team, though. It's going to be messy, and it's going to get messier before it gets better. So just buckle up, and we've got you covered through all of it. Um, Strap in, folks. Again, cheers to Doug Peterson. I'll, I'll pull one out tonight for the for the big Dougie P. We're going to go get some ice cream after this. Um, let's get into the Sixers because – Good God. We're going to talk about another mess. Real quick, though, <laughs> former Sixer, uh, as of this past weekend – uh, TJ McConnell is becoming a dad. Shout out to TJ. Oh, TJ, congratulations, TJ. TJ Dad Connell. Um, I mean, uh, I remember last February I was up at a well before all of the COVID hit. Uh, I was up at a Pacers uh, Pelicans game, and I was being the most obnoxious Sixers <laughs> fan every single time TJ McConnell hit a bucket. I would like stand up and scream, "He was a Sixer." I got myself a Pacers McConnell jersey. That man is a king. I wish him nothing but the best in his uh, journey towards fatherhood. Shout out, Teej. Um, the hold the phone before we get into the Sixers. Um, college football championship is on Monday night as we record this. Here are the concession prices for the college football championship. First of all, they shouldn't have fans in the stadium. Why are they doing this? But continue. Gotta love the NCAA. Um, hamburger or cheeseburger with chips, $11. <laughs> Kosher style hot dog with chips, $12. How is the hot dog more? Snacks, Tecanos, $12. Arepa, $8. I'm assuming soft pretzel, $7. Seven bucks for a soft pretzel? Beverages, 
30, that is criminal. 32-ounce college football commemorative soda, refillable for today's event only, $14. 24-ounce fountain soda, $6. Lemonade, $8. 12-ounce Gatorade can, fruit punch or lemon lime, $5. 16-ounce Aquafina canned water, $5. Canned water? <sighs> That's criminal. That is absolutely criminal. And your alcoholic beverages. Vodka lemonade, probably not made with stateside vodka, which is just criminal. $12. 19.2-ounce premium canned beer, $13. 16-ounce imported canned beer, $12. 16-ounce domestic bottled beer, $11. I want to ask how you can charge more for a can of beer than you can for a vodka lemonade. A 19-ounce beer is $13, and a hot dog with chips is 12 Oh, my. I've always thought that the NCAA were a bunch of crooks, but, like, this is just driving it home. If you're charging that much for concessions, pay your goddamn players. Also, Ohio State's, Ohio State's kicker will not play in the national championship game due to COVID-19. Oof. Uh, but let's get, to the, let's get to the Sixers because speaking of COVID-19, uh, they hate the process. There was a Sixers outbreak, uh, obviously started with Seth Curry and kind of manifested throughout the team. Tobias Harris and other players were put into quarantine. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid did not play on Saturday against the Nuggets for injury related reasons. Then the league decides they're going to find the Sixers $25,000. And you know, I saw this tweet and I couldn't have agreed with it more. You know it's bad when fans are getting furious about the league finding Joshua Harris money and being yep. mad about it um, for the way that they handled the Ben Simmons situation. Pardon my French, but fuck Adam Silver. Because no, I'm I'm gonna agree with you there. Fuck Adam Silver. The that Sixers, man hates the Sixers. The Sixers did not have enough eligible players. Were forced to quote unquote dress underground athlete friend of the show, big time baller King. Mike Scott, who is injured, just to be able to play the game. And while it was very cool to see Tyrese Maxey do what he did in that game, boost his rookie of the year stock, all that good stuff. That game should not have been played on Saturday. It shouldn't have. And then the fact that they went and canceled the Celtics game the next day for the same reason that they should have canceled the Sixers game canceled just shows how much you love Ben. Yeah. Adam Silver has a vendetta against this team. Ever since the process started, he forced out Sam Hinkie. He put in Brian Colangelo, and we all know how well that went. He just hates us. Uh, uh, and Joel Embiid echoed those he sentiments, well, started those comments because uh, on Sunday he tweeted, they hate the process in all caps, and then followed up with six years later, still living rent-free in their heads, dot, 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 all caps. Yes, I woke up and chose violence. JoJo should just keep choosing violence every day because, like, Violent Joel is the most fun Joel to watch on Twitter. And we clearly know Joel didn't play because he even flat out said that he was going to be quarantining away from his family because he has 
essentially newborn child, his wife, yeah. girlfriend, fiance, whatever. Uh, he's not going to be around. Safe. Like he's he's Joel has gone through so much loss in his life that he's not going to risk this. And I don't blame Joel or Ben one bit for saying, hey, we're going to take a stand and not play in this game. No, this is not on the players. This is absolutely not on the players. We wish nothing but health and safety for our guys. And the NBA is just like, if they die, they die. Yep. It is. It's plain and simple. Fascinating. Just the way that all this. Adam Silver doesn't care about Sixers players. And, you know, they're reevaluating the health and safety protocols, which I don't know why they weren't in place the way that they're talking about from the get-go. Um, just wild shit in the NBA right now. And I would not be shocked if we see a pause on the NBA at some point to kind of just slow yeah. things down. because They didn't schedule half the season because of COVID. Right. And, I mean... If you're not going to schedule half the season, I, I thought it was, uh, it was, I think, from the Sixers and Six pod I saw this. If you're not going to schedule half the season, then, like, why not cancel games when there's actual COVID outbreaks? Right, and that's why you're not having an all-star game. The break is there, and the pause in the season is there to make up those games if need be. Like, yep. it is just wild to me. Also, I don't know how you feel about this, and this is nowhere near confirmed or anything it is just process haha of elimination and just like things adding up there is something going on with the wizards yeah because there is no way that you have four teams i believe it was four or five teams was was it us the celtics the sixers the celtics the heat the bulls yeah. There, there's no possible way that they're, the Wizards are not the common denominator for all of this because each of those teams, after having played the Wizards, have had one or more players go into you know, the, the health and safety protocol. Well, if this season has to go, get postponed or canceled at all, the first, the first group I'm blaming is the NBA itself. I'm mm-hmm. blaming, putting all of the blame on Adam Silver. But if I had to blame a team, the Wizards are they are team zero. I'll tell they you are, what, it, it makes a ton of sense because it was announced before the season started. Rui Hachimura, I believe, had COVID, might have not known. But before the season, he was ruled out for like two weeks because he had pink eye. Pink I, if eye. I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure pink eye is like one of those odd but potential you know, signs of COVID. Yeah. Like that one in a million, uh, it's like one of those rare symptoms. Yeah. It's not as, as not, it's not as prominent as like losing your smell or your Mm -hmm. sense of taste, but came back earlier than expected. Like I'm pretty sure Rui Hachimura had COVID that is not confirmed anywhere. So don't take that as gospel. It is just deductive analysis from everything um but yeah the wizards need they, the wizards need to stop looking doorknobs i said it about the nfl yeah. with the titans i said it about the ravens said it about the browns said it about every team that you know had to maneuver things around stop looking doorknobs 
Plain don't do the hashtag COVID challenge. You don't need to do that. That's a stupid challenge back then. It's a stupid challenge now. Like, stop licking doorknobs and let's let's keep it moving. Um, but we hope everybody is you know safe and healthy and everything because first Shout and out foremost, South Curry. that comes first. Um, but Tyrese Maxey absolutely balled out on Saturday. Thirty nine points in forty four minutes. <laughs> only turned the ball over twice. Did not get to the free throw line one time in the Insane. game. Insane. <laughs> Absolutely absurd. He deserves a starting spot after that ridiculousness he put up. Like, that, that kid is just special. He is the future of this team, and he's going to be the rookie of the year. He has to be. It's going to be between him and Halliburton, and he's going to come out on top. It, it was fascinating to watch him just – that floater – is it's filthy like players have their specific shots that is Tyrese Maxey's shot and it's not just like he watched it on YouTube or whatever like he knows how to make that shot I'm pretty sure like two-year-old him is out on that like you know kindergarten net that we all have and he's just sitting there making those floaters one after one he was just born with that natural skill it He's is, a natural baller. Anytime he goes up for that shot, I know it's going in. Flat out. Like, he goes for the floater. I'm like, oh, there it is. There it goes. And, like, I hey, get giddy about it. Two points. I get giddy about it's like, it. You see him hop up off that one leg, and it's like, all right, there's an easy two. Let's move on to the next possession. He is so fun to watch. Him wearing number zero is perfect. And... He, he just always has a smile on his face, which I think adds to the, the charm of Tyrese yeah. Maxey. Um, never forget Tyrese Maxey fell to 21 in the 2020 NBA draft. I want to thank all the 20 other teams that passed up on him. And I also uh, want to thank Mike Muscala like, always for hitting that three. My guy Moose. Um, my guy Moose. Yeah, Sixers get the Atlanta Hawks probably with seven Sixers again. Uh, that meme has been hilarious. The Philadelphia 76ers. Isn't um, Embiid playing tonight? Embiid is eligible to play tonight, so hopefully he'll play. Um, if everything By the time is, this is, is out, we'll know and, what happens. Right. Um, and also, shout out to Sixers Adam getting featured on ESPN. Right, that's some bad <laughs> stuff right there. That, just Absolutely that little feature. Hilarious. Oh, my God. Um. Man. Let's, uh, but speaking of Moose, uh, a different Moose, though. Yeah, the Flyers coming up Flyers in two days. Flyers looking, uh, looking good, and you've seen it on our Instagram with the Unplugged Shot Clock series we do after each game. Should be having similar things going with the Flyers with Harrison on the ones and twos there, along with Dylan doing a lot of Flyers content as well. Um, Flyers look good in their scrimmage. Kevin Hayes is buzzing around. Nolan Patrick back in scoring. Um Shout out to Flyer social media manager for also running the, the clock <laughs> during the uh, the scrimmage as well. And uh, hockey's on its way back. I am very excited about the schedule being all 7 o'clock starts. No West Coast nonsense. No 10 o'clock puck drops. Beautiful Thank for my sleep goodness. schedule. Um, and we got Penguins up right away. Yeah. We got those dirty black and yellow Antarctic rats can't fly birds. Um, yeah, like what's the point of a bird if you can't fly? <laughs> yeah, Flyers hockey's on its way back. Hopefully, this team, uh, you know, 
finds its way and, and keeps, you know, building towards what we all think they're capable of. And uh, on the other end of the spectrum, the Phillies are absolute dunces and they traded for a racist pitcher. So we're not even going to mention them right now um, because they're flat out making me pull my hair out. But any final thoughts? I'm I'm happy I don't have to think about the Eagles too much from here on out until the next season starts because <laughs> I would tear my hair out if I had to do so anymore. Um, I wish the league would stop screwing the Sixers and let's go Flyers anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Um, shout out Doug Peterson again. Underground Sports Philadelphia would not be where it's at without Doug Peterson. Um, so Doug, if you ever get it crosswind of this podcast there's always a seat open for you at any time uh to come on and and just chat with us we'd love to um and we're gonna have some ice cream in your honor again big shout out dougie p um sixers hopefully everybody is healthy and safe and uh screw adam silver but screw adam silver Make sure you guys are following us on social media. We are giving away a Joel Embiid jersey, free Joel Embiid jersey. Twitter, Instagram, at UndergroundPHI. Twitter is where the jersey giveaway is going down. All the rules and regs are in the tweet. Uh, You have until January 21st, 10 more days as of this recording, to enter the Joel Embiid jersey giveaway. Be a friend, tell a friend, spread the word of that bad boy. And, uh follow us there you can follow me on twitter my twitter just got purged like a mofo be be smart about how you're tweeting too a lot of a lot of accounts getting getting smacked in the mouth with uh suspensions and and bans and everything be smart about tweeting right now um you can follow me at kbizz especially right now kbizz l311 is my twitter harrison at harry gk83 and uh, check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. Harrison's got a Flyers preview uh, blog coming out Tuesday morning as you're listening to this, so you can check that out. And uh, also, hopefully we have more Nickelodeon broadcasts across all the sports moving oh, forward. Oh, please. That was amazing. Was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Shout out Noah Eagle, Nate Burleson. And uh, I'm trying to get Lex Lumpkin to come on the podcast. He was electric. As a sideline. That would be a fire episode. Uh, Absolute fire. Challenge Lex Lumpkin Lumpkin come on the podcast challenge. He is only 14, by the way. What a rock star in the making. Um, God, I'm I'm feeling more pathetic each and every day. He's from Indianapolis. He's right near you. (laughs) He's up in my neck of the woods. Um, So shout out to the Nickelodeon broadcaster in the playoffs. We need more of that in every sport. Um but subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It's part of the Joel Embiid jersey giveaway. Uh, five-star review about your favorite Joel Embiid moment. Uh, but subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and leave your five-star ratings and reviews. Let us know how you feel about Doug Peterson no longer being the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Give a, a send-off message to Dougie P. We will read them on the show if you leave them. Five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too. And as of this recording, we currently sit at a whopping 272 five-star ratings and reviews, 182 five-star reviews. Let's get to 300 before our Super Bowl Sunday. That's our three-year anniversary. 
Very close. Let's make it happen, people. Uh, but like I said, five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too. Check out all of our podcasts across the network, the Outside the Box podcast, our flagship lacrosse show, where you hear myself, Harrison, and Mr. Wash Lifestyle, Dom himself. Lacrosse right around the corner, getting back. Can't wait. Uh, fantasy football show. Obviously, fantasy football season has ended, but daily fantasy is still a thing during the playoffs. Check out the Fourth and Goal podcast. Streamer season. Marvel Monday is right around the corner. Next Monday, you'll be hearing us break down WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. Myself, Harrison, and Dylan. Begin the whole podcast, our flagship golf podcast as well. Plus, we've got some things coming that you'll see on Super Bowl Sunday. So stay tuned for that. And uh, check out all of our other entities on social media. You'll find them. We retweet them all the time. At Underground PHI, the main hub right there. Let's get to 3,000 followers over there before our anniversary on Super Bowl Sunday as well. And uh, we'll catch you guys Wednesday live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI where Steven Schneider is absolutely killing the Twitch game right now. Uh, myself and Matt will be talking more about this Eagle stuff, the Sixers, the Flyers season opener, and much, much more. But of course, this show would not be possible without our incredible local sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Douche Arms Pro Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, and of course, the homies over at Tomahawk Shades. TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP, gets you 25% off your entire order. That includes all their new uh, releases of sunglasses. That includes the uh, the limited run hoodies that they have going right now, 30 of them. Once they're gone, they're gone. Promo code USP, 25% off, plus for a limited time only, free domestic shipping on all orders. The homies over at Manscaped, making sure our balls are are absolutely fresh and clean. Q Outcast. Uh, promo code USP. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Your balls will actually come to life. And thank you for using Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Promo code USP for 20% off and free shipping. And the newest sponsor, Stateside Vodka. Yes, sir. Promo code USP. On the one liter vodka bottles, get you 10% off. And then if you uh, place an order for pickup, you also get discount, I believe, on their apparel at the actual location. Statesidevodka.com. Please drink responsibly. This has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 295. For Harrison, I'm KB. Shout out Dougie P. We are Shout out Dougie P. Signing off. Peace.